Good morning, everyone. As promised, as foretold by the sages, today is October 1st, and it is 8.36 in the morning. I've had my run. I've been a good kitty cat. October 1st is a day that lives in infamy in our family, which makes it sound funny, but it's not. Um, This is the anniversary of my father's death. He was killed on this day in... 1969, lo, these many years ago. So, yeah, uh, for those who can do quick math, next year will be 50 years that he's been gone, which I think is probably pretty extraordinary for my mom to contemplate. Uh, Certainly me, I was only three years old when he died, so I don't remember much about him, but much about his legacy. Yeah, so... We've, uh, for a long time, we observed a lot of superstitious rituals revolving around the bad luck on October 1st. We had a few other things happen, people getting hurt on this day. Uh, My tea ready. But then my mom declared that the curse was broken and we could let it go. Uh, We used to, like, make sure not to travel on this day. And I think if we can avoid it, (laughs) we still do. Uh, My dad was a fighter pilot in the Air Force. And he went out to fly his plane in in a show for the big brass. And his plane and another plane ended up going down in a thunderstorm. Guy on the ground was killed. So five-person accident back down in the border, border of the North and South Carolina borders. My mom and I went a few years back and discovered the location of where the plane had actually gone down because the military being what it was back in those days, they pretty much just bundled her off immediately. I'm sure you can imagine, uh, so she didn't get to witness much. And I wrote about that some time ago in my essay called Inheritances, which was actually one of my first published essays. And it's in the collection, Wyoming Trucks, True Love, and the Weather Channel. Um, If you're interested to read that, you can get it digitally now. It's available digitally. Um, It's still through my old press. I should probably see if I could get the rights back. I think it, like, sells (laughs) two copies a year or something. But now I've blown it, right, because you're all going to rush out and buy it. But I would love it if you you did that. It's... um, you know, of course, back in the days was when I was an essayist, so they're all essays and not fiction. Uh, but Inheritances is in there and tells the story of the crash and about the road trip my mom and I took to go find the place where his plane crashed and assorted other things like that. So, yeah, it's amazing to think of someone being gone that long. Uh, I think in my mom's mind, he is forever the age that he died, um, which was, of course, now far younger than she is now. So my mother has had the misfortune of being widowed twice, although the second one was a bit more, I don't know if normal is the right word, but expected in the scheme of things. She was married to my stepdad for... um, Oh, I know you're probably saying it to me, Mom. Um, Something like, was it 35 years? 
Yeah, something like that anyway. All right, hang on. We're going through the passageway of doom. Huh. My lock is being sticky. What's up with that? Yep. Maybe it was just user error. The left-handed holding the phone technique was not working. Ah, there we go. Yeah, it's lovely and crisp out here this morning. We're starting to get the dregs of the storm. Is it dregs? It can't be the dregs. It's the dregs of the bottom of the bottle of wine. And what's the, what would be the first brushes? We're getting the first, the leading edge, maybe you would say, of the hurricane, Hurricane Rosa, I believe it is. She uh, was coming up, is coming up the Baja Peninsula, and I know my mom was posting that they were getting rain already in Tucson yesterday afternoon, and we're to get rain too, starting in today and tomorrow, so we've got some scattered clouds coming in mm, for sip. It's kind of a funny thing about being in the desert southwest, because, you know, we have the desert weather most of the time. And our all-too-brief monsoon season, which is fantastic and glorious. But then occasionally, we'll get these hurricanes that come up either the Baja Peninsula or up from the Gulf of Mexico. And so they're coming up from the south. And because we're you know, relatively far south on the continent, they'll, we'll still get quite a bit of that tropical moisture. And it'll just pour. And it's fantastic, too. It's... Uh, so great to get those uh, whatever remains of the tropical depression in the desert. Uh, It's an interesting reminder, you know, of how interconnected our world is. At least it is for me. I enjoy that about it. And it's funny because those storms you can, I swear I can smell and taste the tropical moisture in them. They have that feel of the sea in them and you think about where that moisture was picked up over what far off sea uh, it was picked up Um, on my weather forecaster this morning it was showing that when now she's like tropical storm or I think she's still tropical storm tropical storm Rosa is 894 miles away from Santa Fe Um, which you know in the grand scheme of things is not all that far so looking for some rain, looking forward to some rain. I think that it'll be yeah, always a treat, always a treat. Um, hope you all had a wonderful weekend. I did. I was fairly lazy. Um, I did get, I got a lot of little things off of my list, you know, like those things that don't really take all that long to do, but they're like not part of other projects. So, you know, things like, um, oh, well, for the book Shooting Star, when we did the recover on Shooting Star, the gal who did the photograph, when you when you do a cover like that, um, there's someone who does the photograph, and she takes, you know, she has models, and she gets people to pose in these various positions that they think will be appropriate for a book cover, and she takes the photographs, and then she sells them to the cover designer. So Fiona Jade 
did the cover design for that book and I'll put it up on the on the photo for this post for this podcast uh, in case you haven't seen it so Fiona designed the cover she bought the photograph from uh, Taylor is her name uh, who's down in Tennessee and Taylor took the photograph of a couple of her friends or models, uh, Chantal and Cody, who are actually husband and wife, which is pretty cool. And I know all of this because Taylor contacted me through Facebook. This is the way in which we are going to be, you know, it's, it's still one of the easiest ways to contact people, much as we loathe Facebook for many other reasons. They keep popping up things saying, we're let us show you how we're protecting your data. <laughs> I'm just like, I am so cynical now. I don't even care. I don't know what Facebook could do to persuade me. Uh, I don't believe them. Uh, I know I've said this before. You could tell I'm just bitter. I'm bitter like uh, a betrayed woman. I've been listening to a Taylor Swift song all too well, which is supposedly about Jake Gyllenhaal. There's a lot of good reasons to think that. But she's got that great line in there which she says, You called me up just to break me like a promise, so casually cruel in the name of being honest. That's a great line. She's so good at that kind of thing. Anyway, I sort of like went off topic, off topic, off topic. Uh, Chantel and Cody posed for the photo. Uh, Taylor took the photograph. She contacted me on Facebook and she asked for two copies of the book, uh, one signed to her and one signed to them, that she wanted to give them as a gift. And so that had been on my list for a while. First I had to get paper copies of the book uh, from Create Space, and then I had the box on my office floor for a week or so and I needed to get the books out, sign them, and put it in the mail to her, which is... I mean, really not that big of a task, but it kept writing down my to-do list. Um, I don't know what it is about certain tasks like that. I had a bunch of things, um, you know, like little things that I had promised to send people. Um, all of these things that would take, you know, like maybe 10, 15 minutes to do, but they don't fit in with other stuff. And so they just end up sort of riding along as miscellaneous tasks that still need doing. So I did winnow those out. Um, yesterday, I went down to uh, Bernalillo, which is a little bit north of Albuquerque, and I met with my collaborator, Jim Sorensen, and my friend Sage Walker, who is an author of science fiction. Uh, she's uh, I'm trying to think of what it, the name of Sage's book is offhand. I really liked it. It came out last year from Tor. I'm not thinking of it. I'm thinking of the name of the ship. It's a book about a generation ship. It's really good. And the name of the ship is the Kybeli. Um, and that's all that's coming up. But maybe I'll think of it. Anyway, I had um, sort of late lunch. We were trying to decide if it was late lunch or tea at the range in Bernalillo, which was very good. And we sat there for about three hours and talked. So that was great. And it was nice to just connect with them and socialize. Um Jim and I are working on a collaboration on a project, so I am going to put a little bit of time into that once I finish Ursula and Harlan's story. Oh, you Sorcerer's Moons people, don't get mad. I'm, I'm, I'm not putting it off for long. Just take a deep breath. I promise to work on Sorcerer's Moons. I've got to go back and read the first four books and get those back in my head. So I'm going to take just a couple of days 
to work on this collaboration with Jim to try to get that off the ground. But I, it shouldn't change the release dates, all of that. And if we could get this project off the ground, you guys are going to love it. It's going to be awesome. So, uh, yeah, I, I was like thinking about lying and not telling you I was going to do this. And I thought, well, I'm not very good at <laughs> at uh, keeping things like that secret. And I knew I would blurt it out eventually because I do like to talk about what I'm working on with you guys. Uh, so, yeah, I've got uh, over 7,000 words on Ursula and Harlan's story. Um, it's a little bit heartbreaking at this point. So, fair warning. But that's good, right? Be heartbreaking now and happy later. Uh, always will have the happy resolution. So, I, But anyway, that story is shaping up nicely. And... I'm expecting my line edits back this week on the Arrows of the Heart so that we can get that out. Gasp next week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we can make this turn around. It'll be close. It'll be close. We'll get it. We'll get it there. And, and you will have heard it here first. So, but that's part of why I'm not doing the pre-order on this because the way pre-orders work on all the sites now is if you do a pre-order, you have to have the final book uploaded 72 hours in advance of the actual release date. So if, you know, if I pick October 9th as my release date, then I have to have, which is Tuesday, and that's what I'm shooting for, that means that I would have to have the book uploaded by like 11 p.m. Pacific time on uh, Monday, Sunday, Saturday. So 11 p.m. Saturday. Uh, so, you know, that's three days that I could be, you know, otherwise I can just put it up and get it to go live. I'm also hoping, although time seems to be winnowing down on this as well, that I will have the my new website up, which will be a commercial website, and you can buy the book directly from me on my website. I kind of waffled for a long time on doing this, uh, we're also going to have a reskin, so the website will should look nicely updated with all of the feedback that you guys gave me. I appreciate that. Uh, so when you buy directly from me, that means that I will get all the money, all the money, um, which sounds bad, but as opposed to Amazon getting its 30% cut or the other retailers, they all get 30%. I'll have to pay sales tax on it, but with a sales tax of like 7%, um, you know, that's another 23% that I can use to buy groceries, so that would be nice. Um, yeah. The disadvantage of buying through my website is you will have to sideload the book to Kindle. You won't be able to... Um, have a button and have it automatically delivered. That is probably the greatest drawback and why I expect that mostly it will be the hardcore fans who will go to the trouble of sideloading the book and certainly feel no onus, but I wanted to uh, put that option out there. One way to have a little bit of control in case, uh, you know, the whatever happens, at least I would still have that venue through my website to sell books. So, yeah, this week I'll work on Ursula and, Har Ursula and Harlan's story. 
get that finished up and I'm ready to set that aside at a moment's notice as soon as line edits for arrows comes in. It'll be exciting to get that out there finally, huh? Here we are, October. I'm trying to think if I started any conversational threads that I left off. Well, I think I, I did start to tell you about that my, before I went through the passageway of doom and got distracted by the lock that my mom has been twice widowed. Uh, but that was after a, a long marriage to my stepdad and they were um, together for a very long time before he got sick and passed on. And now my mom is married to her third husband who is a delightful man, Dave. Another Dave. We have many Daves in our family. And so, yeah, October 1st, a bittersweet day. That's, a, I guess, part of the hallmark of autumn, isn't it? Is It's a little bit bittersweet. It's The weather is so lovely and the sunshine so golden, but everything is beginning to fade. It's beginning to turn in and fold in for the winter, and, and I love that. I love that sort of cozying up and the cool air in the morning and evening and the hurricane rain. If it were slightly cooler, we would get a huge snow out of this, but I think we're not supposed to be that chilly yet. Well, all right, well, I guess I've run out of things to say, so today will be a short, short episode, and I'm going to go get to work. Uh, hope you all have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.